And every single day, the more enemies we kill. We're spending trillions and trillions of dollars. You know, people say, all right, this is your fault. It's not your fault. All I know is you're not selling anything. The Fed's not done, and I'm going to tell you why. Welcome back to Sean's Show, episode 21. Uh, it's great to be back in the studio. It's cold outside, but we're here. We're doing it. Hope you had a great New Year's Eve. I'm here, as always, with my producer, Josh Cabaza. Hello, Josh. Hey, everybody. I'm not going to say anything about what just happened. <laughs> Josh, uh, okay. Just jo- Josh. Uh, Josh had a glow up. Josh basically uh, Hollywooded me. He he Hollywood, you know, and I, I I hate to like throw him under the bus like this because we're longtime friends. And I, I really don't want to like a lot of podcasts. What they end up being is like drama between the people that do the show and that becomes the product. Yeah. A lot of comedy podcasts. It's like he said what? And the thumbnail is like me with making an O face like, yeah. oh, you know, and then you watch it because you're like, oh, my God, I, I, what did Jared say to John Jack? You see what Jared said last week, dude? And then they like they're like not they're like they turn into like the, the like a budget version of the Kardashians. Yeah. And I don't want this show to stoop to that level. We are a news show. We cover the news objectively, ruthlessly, and without bias. <laughs> no bias is here. Uh I am the least biased man on earth. People have said that about me. <laughs> uh to quote Trump, I'm the least biased man on earth. But I do, I, I mean, it's, uh, but we have to keep it real. I have to speak the truth, especially in my personal life. Josh Hollywooded me. A lot of the time when you see in entertainment, I don't blame him. I don't even blame him, dude. I don't blame him because he was, he's coming up. He's, hey, I get it. Like you bigger comics, they scoop you up and I get it. It's like, he just has more important things to do. Um, You know, ever since he started hanging out with his newborn child. Yeah. He like doesn't give a fuck about me. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know when you like are hang, are friends with someone or you're hanging out with someone and then you just kind of see them less and less and then you see like their Instagram story and you're like, "Oh, okay, like I I see what's up." Yeah. You know? That's what happened with Josh and his 4-year-old child. Yeah. 4-day-old child. And so I texted Josh, I'm like, "Hey man, like do you still want to do this?" You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, "Hey man, like I get that your wife gave birth. I get that you're still at the hospital, but it's like you're using the hospital as an excuse to not produce the show. Yeah. You're using, you're making work for yourself. You're making work. You're, did, did, I, I texted Josh. I was like, Josh, did you give birth? Did you go through the labor? No. You sat there. You could have been sitting here. <laughs> so, so, so not a fan of paid time off for, for the fathers, is that <laughs> it's, uh, paternity leave is a liberal <laughs> scum policy that I don't support. Paternity leave is called communism. Yeah, that is socialism. That is communism. It's AOC. It's AOC propaganda. You know, and and there's and that, and it's something that I can't support. When a father leaves to support the mother, what you're telling the world is, I don't want to provide for my family. What you're telling the world is I, you know, I love, I love being at home yeah. and, you know, changing diapers when I should be outside going for the kill. Yeah. You know, building another private prison, going for that kill, going on a pot, producing another podcast. Yeah. Josh really should be here. Cause I mean, you've known him longer than he's known his kid. I've known Josh. 
Uh, I knew him before his first kid. He didn't know that I knew him. I knew about him, though. Um, and again, I don't want to spend the whole show talking about drama because we're not a show about drama. But the fans, thousands, thousands of people listen to this. Yeah. That's lie number one. Yeah. 50 people listen to the show and they're going to just, they're, they're, they are naturally going to wonder what happened to my favorite podcast, you know, yeah. when they listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, no, when they listen to this, they'll be like, what's going on? Something's different. Something changed. And they don't see a Latino guy in the producer seat. Are you Latino, Andrew? I mean, I could grow out my mustache. I have a very Spanish, doesn't grow in the middle mustache. Yeah. But it looks terrible. I'll tell you what. You come back in a uh, bomber jacket with like a Harley so a Harley logo sewed on it. And uh, <laughs> is that what Josh used to wear? <laughs> I, I just become Josh. <laughs> you just become Josh. Put on fifty pounds. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, I'm not kidding. Put on a hundred pounds. Challenge accepted. So that's the that's uh, that's what's going on. No, Josh will be back soon. Check. 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 Okay, we're back. Again, guys, this is episode 21. The show is bad on purpose. Yeah. The show <laughs> is bad. People wonder, like, people message me, they go, Sean, like, why is your show so bad? Why don't the cables work? Yeah. What happened to your Latino producer who I loved? Yeah. Why what? am I holding this in my hand? <laughs> and I go, you're, I go, number one, don't DM me. Number two, if you do DM me, don't complain about the quality of the show. The, sh the quality, don't, let me put it to you this way. Everything on the show is intentional. Everything on the screen is intentional. Every fucking pixel is intentional. If the if the mic cuts out, that's part of the show. It's planned. And and uh so for you to be like why why don't you why isn't the show better quality? It really shows how uh retarded you are and how much you don't understand art. Yeah. Uh which brings us to our first topic of the day, uh, a woman who not only doesn't understand art, but can't create her own, President Gay. President Gay? President Gay, and I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about the president of Harvard University. President Gay is out. She is out. She stepped out. She stepped out. So she resigned, and a lot of... Uh, uh, a lot of people are happy about this. I am not. Because when I see a black queen fall like this, it's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. She's a black queen. Uh, and How progressive. I mean, you can call what you want, Andrew. It's a tragedy is what it is. <laughs> they, uh, the, they went after her. Hey, hey, here's a, here's a news flash. Who, hasn't, who has not plagiarized something? Have you, did you ever plagiarize anything, Andrew? I mean, probably, but... Did you go to college? For too long. Too long. What did you study again? Uh, I was in psychology, but I got okay. my AA degree in psychology. It took me five years because I didn't know I was getting it. Okay. And then... I don't want to zoom in on that at all. <laughs> and then, and then You didn't know that you were getting it? Or like you were, decide, you were undecided? So I had taken so many psych classes as electives... While I was taking like coding classes or like biology courses, that you like qualified the, that for yeah. the AA in psychology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I went to the counselor's office. You're just office. padding your schedule with shit, and you're like, I get. You're like, 
And then the psych professor, psych board dean comes up like, Andrew, congrats, man. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I'm in like CS202 right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I went to the counselor's office. I was like, hey, you know, I've been here for like five years. I have 120 credits. I was like, hey, like there's a degree in there somewhere. And they're like, yeah, you actually have a psychology degree. <laughs> yeah, they're like, actually, after year one, you had your AA in psych. Like you like clearly have a passion for this. And you're like, so, but psychology, that whole field is plagiarized. Yeah. The whole field of psychology is like astrology for like liberal men. Yeah. Like, dude, it's the whole, I mean, what did you even learn about? Psycho, this like psycho, like how people, how people behave uh, like serial killers and shit. Uh, no. Uh, well, one class that I really took a lot from was uh, uh, an evolutionary psychology course, which is like the, the evolutionary reasons for why you feel what you're feeling. And like the one big takeaway was that's cool. Uh, the the reason why you feel horny is because that's supposed to motivate you to talk to people that you're interested in having sex with. And when you watch porn, then you're not horny anymore. And then it's really anxious talking with women, but you're supposed to be so horny that you're like, screw it, I'm just gonna go for it. Um. Well, that was a lot of anti-porn rhetoric that I really didn't appreciate. <laughs> Did you just spew? You just spewed anti-porn rhetoric all over my show. You just yeah. you just jizzed a bunch of anti-porn rhetoric. You just came anti-porn jizz all over my show. I sure did. My listeners love porn. <laughs> and I will defend their right to watch porn until the day they die, which will be alone, surrounded yes. by no one. Yes. Because they can't fuck. Yes. Because they watch too much porn. Yeah. Dude, yeah. ED from porn, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. Is that real? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I get that sometimes. Yeah, I feel like... Well, it's like ED is when you're like... Is ED like when you're soft or is it when you can't come? Or you can't get hard? Is ED just when you can't get hard? Because the er erections are not that... This is a new show. Erections <laughs> yeah. are not that simple. Yeah. Sometimes you... Sometimes... I'll be fucking for four hours, ladies. I'm taking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I won't be able to come. Does that count as ED? Uh, technically, yes. But I'd say for most women, they wouldn't consider that a problem. Is that not a good thing for uh, her or him or them? I mean, it depends because like some women, they, they kind of get like turned on when you get off. Right. Like, like, oh, like I was this hot. Like my pussy was this good or whatever. So like when, when you can't come, like it can be a problem. Yeah. Guys, I have to apologize. Uh, <laughs> usually, usually, <laughs> usually, Josh uh, would steer the conversation back to the story, but Andrew's a little bit less seasoned. Yeah, and he's dived into this uh, really vile. <laughs> <subject>. <laughs> Dude, I I I hate talking about other podcasts. It is. Have you seen that one podcast where it's like four alpha males? And then like four OnlyFans bitches. Yeah. And then the guys are just like, why are you such a fucking slut whore? And yeah. the women are like on their phone. They're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, just the in most insane takes on dating and gender. Why? Why do people feel the need to have such insane takes on dating and sexuality and gender? Yeah. No one cares. I don't care. People are like. What is a high what what does it mean to you to find a high value man? What's what is what is a high value man to you? And it's like some like dumb bitch. Yeah. Like some like blonde bimbo, trust fund bimbo. 
I don't care what she thinks a high value man is. Yeah. And a high value man doesn't exist. Yeah. People want people. My only take on dating people have tastes and preferences that are different. Yeah. And there's real and any any layer deeper you go when it comes to dating and sexuality, you're literally making up lies. Yeah. A high value man has money and has a job and loves you deeply and is able to resolve con I actually do believe all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. High, and that being said, <laughs> a high value man loves loves you yeah. and shows that he loves you. But things like when you start to talk about love languages, yeah. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Love yeah, I, languages. Yeah, I do I do a bit on that. That's a thing only women have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have a great joke on that. Yeah, yeah. That I was about to steal. <laughs> if Josh was here, I would have stolen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Maybe. yeah. You'd be listening. Like, you would have plagiarized. Fucking, I would have plagiarized. Yeah. Um, which brings us back yeah. to Harvard, the the uh, capital, the plagiarism capital of the universe, Yeah, apparently. And um, look, she's getting a lot of hate. President Gay, she's getting a lot of hate because apparently there's a lot of... Ep- so in her PhD thesis, yeah. there was a paragraph if you're unfamiliar there was a paragraph and you might be like why are we even talking about the president of harvard it's because the president of harvard came out in support of hamas yeah the president gay is in hamas she's like she she tweeted she was like she came out she was like like not only do i support our students who want to stand up for palestine yeah uh on harvard's campus um i am also in the process of helping hamas dig tunnels from the Harvard University to Gaza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, look, a lot of people are criticizing President Gay. Hey, they're like, they're saying, like, maybe, hey, maybe President Gay, you shouldn't be involved in uh, helping Hamas operatives escape Gaza into uh, into Massachusetts. Yeah. Maybe, maybe building a tunnel from, like, Yale and Harvard and Princeton and building a network of tunnels over from the Middle East to those Ivy League universities is not maybe a good thing. Yeah. And President Gay came out and said, yes, that actually is a good thing. Um, and uh, it's it's just... Here's the, here's the thing. A lot of corporations, universities, are becoming more... Are People say that they're becoming more political. Yeah. But the thing is... That's such a lie. It's I think a lot of new new things that emerge are just they feel new, but yeah. all they they feel new, but they're not new. They're re, they're things that have been relabeled. Yeah, you know, corporations have always been political. They're more in your face about it now, right? Universities have always been political. Well, every I mean, were were they as were they as cultural like 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 were they taking stances like on just like issues between like people and not like government issues? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, you know what the difference is? Is that now they can tweet. Yeah. Now that brands can tweet, they re- like, they really, really, like, that was a mistake. Yeah. That was a big mistake in human society is allowing corporations to tweet. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Like, like, like I, mean, like I get like behind closed doors, like Hershey's probably always been trying to get the water, but like, yeah, or Nestle. Yeah. But like publicly facing companies, were they always like, like, oh, like, <laughs> what was Hershey? <laughs> did, did they create like a half white, half black chocolate bar instead <laughs> of interracial marriage? <laughs> <Should> be... <laughs> a half gay chocolate bar? Yeah, yeah. A gay chocolate bar? Uh, that's all chocolate bars. Yeah. If you eat a chocolate bar, you're gay. You know who else is gay? President Gay. 
uh, I'm gay that I'm very gay that President Gay resigned. Yeah. That made me gay. Yeah. In the happy way. Like, I'm happy. Yes. I'm gay. I am gay that she's gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's just look at the uh, the bullet points for the for this story. So she was the first black person and only the second woman to serve as Harvard's president, holding that post for just over six months. So she she it was the shortest term in the Harvard president history. Yeah. Uh, Gay is the second Ivy League leader to step down after controversy over testimony. Which we were you there for that or was that? That was Josh was producing. But uh, did you see that? Uh, did you see that? That went oh, ultra viral story of like the congresswoman. She was like, does anti-Semitism constitute bullying on Harvard's campus? Yeah. And then they all went like, it depends on the context. Yeah. Or like, does calling for genocide. Yeah. And I will say the way she asked it was very annoying. Yeah. She asked it like an angry, like a girlfriend fighting with you. Yeah. She said it like, I, like a girlfriend yelling, like criticizing you really harshly yeah yeah like she said it in that tone she was like does harvard does calling for genocide on harvard's campus constitute bullying on your campus it's like the same as if she was saying like why don't you ever spend time with me yeah yeah why don't you text me where you are i need to know where you are yeah yeah it depends on the context and the answer is the same look it depends (laughs) it depends on the context uh and uh um, that actually is a bit I was doing on stage for a while where like it's it's the way it's funny that when people get grilled by Congress, yeah, they have these ways that they react to the Congress person, yeah, and they just get away with it. Yeah. Like the Congress person will be like, Didn't you slaughter hundreds of kids in Cambodia to fund uh your call the call the like uh whatever? Yeah. To and then create a factory where now all of our t shirts are made and H H and M t shirts are made. Yeah. And then they'll be like then the H&M CEO will be like, look, I mean, we continue to look at Cambodia. And they go, I think we continue to like think about how we're operating there. And, and we're, we're uh, I'm happy to have my team follow up. You can't do that with your girlfriend. Your yeah. girlfriend's like, did you slaughter a bunch of kids in Cambodia? You can't be like, look, I think we can, I'm continuing to look at that. Yeah, yeah. That situation. I'm, yeah. I think I'm continuing to monitor it. Yeah. We're monitoring it. Anytime someone says we continue, they're about to lie to your face. Yeah. We continue. Because who's we? First of all, who's we? Yeah. And who's continuing? Yeah. You're continuing? Your team? Yeah. We? It's it's an easy way to dodge it. It's an easy... And also the word continue. Continue implies that you already did work. Yeah. You're doing work now. Yeah. And you're, continu- and you're going to do work in the future. Yeah. That's I, such a succinct way to bullshit people. Yeah. I, I forget where I heard this, um, but somebody said, like, a politician's job is to use as many words to say nothing at all and a comedian's job is to say as many things in as few words as possible <laughs> so that's a good yeah yeah uh well like um you know one of my favorite jokes of all time why say lot word when few do trick <laughs> what? <laughs> what? no that's a that's kevin from the office that's yeah. my favorite yeah like, like he, that's the he like that's one of the, was one of the storylines from an episode. They're like Kevin's talking like a retard. Yeah, he's like Kevin's like I'm just being more. He's like I'm more efficient now. <laughs> so funny. How's that, guys? Other thing, other other writers' jokes on this show. That's what we do. Plagiarism. Yeah. You know, okay. Plagi. I I cheated through my whole degree. Yeah. Both of them, aerospace and math. I cheated through both my degrees. I'd do it again. Because everyone knows 
that getting a degree is not about gaining knowledge. It is about, if anything, it's about learning to cheat. Yeah. I learned to cheat the system so effectively and with, with so much, so shamelessly that I, that, that, and I won. I won. I cheated my way through the degree and they gave it to me. Yeah. And it, it set me up for what would have been a very illustrious and exciting career on Wall Street. Yeah. And I avoided that because um, I don't like money. I like suffering. Yes. You know, and I like Latino producers that betray me. Me that's too. The, that's, the t- <laughs> that's the title of this episode. My Latino producer betrayed me. Backstabbing Latino Backstab- ass producers. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, yes, yes. Yeah. But, you know, not all Latinos backstab. Yeah. That's not what we're trying to say. Yeah. Obviously, it's Latinos and Asians. Yes. So, but not 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 President Gay. So, I don't know. This to me is a non-story. I mean, I don't even know how much how interested I am in is does anyone care about this? Like let's, let's be honest. Like does anyone care about the president of Harvard resigning? I don't give a fuck. I mean, for for plagiarism, it's like yeah, calling for the genocide of Jews, you really got to quote your sources with that one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What was her PhD about? Uh, let's find out. Can you guys hear the rain in the background? That's kind of pretty. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do that more often. There's a huge storm going on. There's a huge storm going on in uh, Los Angeles, which is where we're recording from. Yeah. So here's a quote from President Gay. This is not a decision I came to easily. Indeed, it has been a difficult... Okay, here's a... Um... Sorry, let me start over. Here's a statement from President Gay on her resignation that I think everyone should really know because it's important to hear her out. Yeah. This is not a decision that I came to easily. Indeed, it has been difficult beyond words because I have looked forward to working with so many of you to advance the commitment to academic excellence that has propelled this great university across centuries. She said, I think she plagiarized that. (laughs) I think I've heard that resignation statement before she <laughs> plagiarized to the very end yeah 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 <laughs> that was uh that was richard nixon's re- resignation statement <laughs> yeah she yeah. stole that from richard nixon yeah yeah wow wow president k yeah i'm calling for your well you're already resigning your your resignation resignation i'm calling for i'm <laughs> it'd be hilarious if she like copied and pasted her resignation yeah that'd be uh, i dude how legendary would that be yeah, if like yeah. she did it on like that's what i would do because if I'm already going to resign, yeah, I, that's a big middle finger. Like I would take someone else's resignation. You know what I would do? My only statement would be, um, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> that's what I would say. Yeah, I would just quote someone else's. Um, I would quote someone else's uh, about face. Yeah, or what's the other word for about face? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, not totally. It's a sure. French term. It means like a. Uh, Persona? It mean it, no. It, it means to like uh, it's not apologize. It's like a, a French term for like apologizing for something embarrassing. Yeah. Faux de gras. No, that's steak, right? Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, I know fogo de chow is steak. Fogo de chow. <laughs> <laughs> I will give my fogo de chow. <laughs> uh, I will give my um, coup de gras. That's a that sounds like a food, but it's actually a yeah. coup. But after consultation with members of the corporation, okay, here's the thing. Harvard is a 
See, I mean, and people, people, people have already said this on Twitter, but Harvard is a hedge fund with a university attached to it. Yeah. Their endowment, we looked at the Harvard's endowment, it's like $50 billion. Yeah. And it's a, and she even says it's a corporation. So it's like, is it's a private university. Here's, here's what I don't understand about academia, elite academia. Yeah. It's a private university. Doesn't that mean it's for profit? Yes. So, so it's, are there share? So, but then the here, and this is the same thing with Harvard, open AI. Yeah. They're, people are getting very rich at these institutions, right? There's a lot of money involved. Yeah. But it's like a nonprofit, but they say they're private and they call it a corporation. Yeah. But there's not shareholders. So it's like, what is, is this like, is this all just like, and then there's a board of directors yeah. and they don't call it stakeholders. They don't, they use the word stakeholder. Yeah. If, if, if you're using the word stakeholder, you're committing genocide. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, what's, yeah. I mean, but, I, there's a lot of dissonance. Yeah. Pretty much every nonprofit uh, squanders whatever money they're donated, even in, even if it's like innocent ways. Like uh, I used to work for a zoo and there was like rumors going around. that. Which, like, what's, what zoo? San Diego Zoo? Uh, yeah. You don't have to. I don't want to dox you. I can bleep that out. I mean that that, that 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 was a job I worked at like ten years ago. I, okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe the heads come from here or not, but I guess if we're so, do you not want to call it out, or are you fine with it? I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, I wouldn't know until afterwards. Like, if I called it out, and nothing happened. Then I wouldn't care if I called it out. <laughs> but, but if I call it but out, but it, it was the Atlanta Zoo. Uh, so they they were given a bunch of money to like build an exhibit, and I heard that they took some of that money to like also like redo their parking lot. So that's like a way that, you know, if you're going to donate to a zoo, are you going to perform an audit yourself to make sure that they're using all of your money just for a tiger exhibit or, you know, like, oh, well, you used it to, you know, repaint the parking, you know, the lines in the parking lot. You know, how dare you, you know, like that. And uh, there are watchdogs, yeah. nonprofit watchdogs that will that are supposed I guess supposed to do that. Yeah. But those are non who watches the watchdogs. Yeah. Aren't those watchdogs also nonprofits? Right? Probably. And Bill Gates has a foundation. And these buddies buying farmland in the foundation. Yeah. Through the foundation, he's buying farmland. It's all I mean, there's a whole nonprofit industrial complex. Yeah. Uh, that I hope to be a part of someday. <laughs> well, I guess Eisenhower didn't talk enough about the nonprofit industrial <laughs> complex. Yeah, now now I now I now I am become a nonprofit <laughs> just a destroyer of capital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all I know is that we were selling like children's hot dogs for $14 and I'm like there's no way we're not making money on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's like you still have it's still a business. It's yeah. just a business that doesn't the only difference is it's just a business that doesn't return capital to the uh, there's no shareholders. Yeah. So it, but the thing is, you still have like you. It's still money. You still have fucking money. Yeah. And like, nonprofits still have an outsized influence, politically speaking. Yeah. And then there's political nonprofits, and there's universities that are like state run. Like, it's a private university, so it's. Uh. Anyway, it's just it's all very like it gets very murky. Yeah, it gets very murky because President Gay has a lot of power as the Harvard president. It's a very big job. Not anymore. But uh, she used Check.com. 
Could you imagine your whole career is ruined because you use check.com? Check, yeah. <laughs> She's like, look, um, I uh I uh I admit it, I use I want I want to know. Let's keep reading. I want to know if she deny still denies that she plagiarized it. Oh, she she does. So here's 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 another uh passage. So the Harvard Corporation did an independent review of her work. Uh and uh she uh there, despite additional claims of plagiarism, apparently she's standing by the integrity of her scholarship. Uh, so, so I mean, the other, I mean, the big, the big thing, the 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 big part of the story that I think people are focusing on is Bill Ackman, you know, the hedge fund yeah. dire, uh, partner, basically went on a fucking mission to get her fired. Yeah. Uh, because Bill Ackman, I guess, was disgusted with the reaction of the presidents to the uh, congresswoman. Yeah. So I think Bill Ackman saw what happened and was like, how are you not able to condemn genocidal speech? Yeah. You know? And so he got he got uh, President Gay fired. He basically went on a tear on Twitter, just like constantly trying to investigate investigator. Yeah. So... Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's. I don't really know what to make of it because I think a lot of, oh, I mean, like, you know, there's there's this whole, there's this whole like it's it's complicated because you have a lot of components. Number one, you have the venue. You're talking about the speech on a private, and this is why I bring up what is it a private university? Is yeah. it a state-run university? Yeah. On a private university's campus, they can dictate the rules. Yeah. Like if I go onto McDonald's property and I go, I want to gas the Jews. Yeah. The McDonald's would be like, you're not going to say that on our property. Yeah. And although McDonald's being a multinational corporation would be like, would you like fries with that? Yeah. I'd be like, I go to McDonald's. <laughs> like they wouldn't give a fuck. Like they want to yeah. make money. They'd be, yeah. you know, they'd be like, I'd be like, look, I think uh, I would be like, the Holocaust didn't happen, but I wish it did. And they'd be like, but would you like a medium or a large soda? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and I'd be like, large, please. Large. Uh, but, uh, if I, I'm not, I, the Holocaust, you know, of course happened, uh, and um, but it doesn't mean that you should not be allowed to say that it didn't. <laughs> yeah, I believe yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's like fucked up, but it's yeah. like I'm an artist. I'm radically pro free speech. You're wrong. Yeah, but I don't think it helps us as a, as a free and open society to censor people's thoughts or censor what they say. Yeah, in public. On a private university campus, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If you go to Harvard, but then on the but it's but you have a lot of components. You have a lot of different things that are like, and this is not just about Harvard. This is about like our whole culture. Yeah, corporations, uh, discourse. You know, um, the 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 there's a lot of competing uh, ideas here where. You know, Harvard is the the university. The concept of a university is it's a bastion for speech, free speech. Yeah, researching and pers- the pursuit of knowledge without bias. Yeah, you know, and the only place you can do that now is Sean Show. Yeah, <laughs> Sean Show. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm going to start a university too. Yeah, Elon Musk is starting. Why can't I? Why can't I start a university? Yeah, I think that they have the University of Austin, which like. Some of the Daily Wire people are a part of. Jordan Peterson is involved yeah. somehow. Yeah, Jordan Jordan Peterson's going to do a course at the University of Austin. Yeah, on like what? 
men are men are pussies now. Yeah. Men are so men are so sheltered. Yeah. <laughs> they'll have a nice lobster restaurant. They have a nice yeah, <laughs> uh, and and like a, a just a, a a room where you can just do any drug you want to. Yeah. You know, I mean, I th- I think the University of Austin's interesting. And it's like I mean, I I like I would like I believe that any private company can dictate how they want to run it. Yeah. And the what a lot of what what exhausts what's exhausting to me about about the public is they actually believe the lies that these institutions tell them. Yeah. Like whether it be Twitter, Harvard University, any Ivy League university, when they advertise we're a town square. We are a place where you can say whatever you want and you won't be arrested. That's, you know, yeah. you have free speech. The public goes, yeah, you're fucking retarded. Yeah. YouTube, same thing with YouTube. Yeah. Spotify. Like, but it's like Twitter is not a fucking town square. Yeah. And, you know, that's, the, that's what they advertise themselves as. Elon Musk says it's the new center for free speech. It's not. It's a uh, company. With shareholders? Yeah. And, hey, if Twitter censoring people is more profitable, I want that. Yeah. As a shareholder. Yeah. I want it to be more censored if it's going to make me more money. Yeah. If it's going to be more advertiser friendly, kick off whoever you want for Twitter. I don't give a fuck. The fact that we live in a society where Twitter is the venue where governments tweet and corporations tweet, they have to go through Twitter, is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. There's only uh, there's only one site that doesn't uh, censor things that you post. So there's only one uh, bastion of free speech left, and it's World Star Hip Hop. <laughs> if I hey, Twitter used to be a place where I can watch people die. Yeah, and and now I now now what am I going to do? How am I going to watch people die? No, there there actually are accounts on Twitter that are like a lot of snuff videos. Yeah, where you is snuff this those actually no, it's not snuff is like sexual, right? Never, I've never watched a snuff video. It's, it's like, uh, I think it's sexual and death. I think snuff is like the combination of those two. Like it's like really fucked up shit. Isn't it like they film sex and then they kill like they kill. Like uh, uh, I've lo- never uh, seen that. Again. Uh, uh, a lot of people forget that like two girls, one cup was a porn. That that was supposed to be a porn and not just a video that freaked everybody out. Like it was just supposed to be kinky porn. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who directed it. It was. It was enti- uh, supposed to be like a fetish film. Oh, okay. And it became... It became a very viral, like, dude, look at this. And it just scarred a whole generation of people. Personally, I've never seen it. I've never... We're the only two people that haven't seen it. <laughs> the only podcast of two white men where, where <laughs> neither of us have seen... <laughs> two guys, no eyes. <laughs> two guys, four eyes. Yeah. Two guys, four eyes, no cups. No cups. Um, uh, It's... And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's it's obviously it's you know the obviously the truth is in the gray area. The truth is somewhere in between. Yeah, you can't have fully unregulated platforms where people can post child porn. You don't. You need some regulation. Yeah. You need some law and order. Yeah. Uh, but like when it comes to like call like when it comes to just content is another conversation. Yeah. When it comes to a university like Harvard and it comes to speech. I think the university presidents were coming from a good place. They really fucked up. Yeah. Like they were smirking. It, they looked anti-Semitic as fuck. Yeah. 
But they, what the, the rationale, I think, behind their smirk was not like, oh, uh-huh, we're evil. Like, you know, yeah, we know what we're doing. They're smirking because their their academic elitism is so their egos are so fucking big, yeah, that they lost sight of the optics of what they were doing, and they're smirking because what they were thinking, in my opinion, I think what they were thinking was this dumb bitch doesn't know that this this dumb bitch doesn't know what free speech is. I, you know I, what I mean? I have a more like sinister outlook. I think that they were smirking like, oh, like, this is a waste of my time. Like I have so much power. Like my job's so locked in. Like this is all just a big show or whatever. Yeah. And, and, and I think that they, the reason why they each gave like the same answer is because they thought that they would kind of be exonerated if they gave that kind of an answer, if they gave like oh, a Oh, like a chess. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a chess game. Yeah. And they're all lockstep. Yeah. Just like the Nazis. Yeah. Coincidence? <laughs> coincidence? No. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. Um President Gay, if you saw that in the in that salute, she actually hailed Hitler. <laughs> she goes, they're like, "Do you condemn genocidal speech?" It's is calling for the genocide of Jews bullying and she was like, "It depends on the context." Also, I love Adolf Hitler. Yeah. I think he made a lot of good points. <laughs> you know who <laughs> You know who needs to be interviewed by Congress? Kanye West. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say, <laughs> I love Hitler. He literally said that on Alex Jones. Yeah, crazy dude. Yeah, yeah. He had he had uh, the net and yacht. Yeah, net, he he had a net, net and, and then Yuhu milk. And it was supposed to be net and you, dude. That the out the Alex Jones Kanye West episode is a crack cocaine simulator. Yeah. If you watch all three hours on hour two, you'll be like, I'm on crack right now. I feel like I'm on crack. It's so crazy, dude. Yeah. Um. And all it took was Jonah Hill for Kanye to fall in love with the Jews again. <laughs> I still think he hard. I think still. He, well, he has that one song where he he, he goes. Uh, um, the. Uh, I don't know the, any Kanye the, songs. Oh, really? In flashing I mean, light, gold digger. In flashing lights, Con, yeah. Kanye West goes. I hate these n words more than a Nazi. That's one of his lyrics. Huh. These N words got me. I hate these N words more than the Nazis. So, so you think? So he didn't hate N words as Jews. <laughs> no, because he's saying he hates them more than the Nazis. But he wasn't talking about the Jews. I think he was talking about his haters. Oh, which a lot of our <laughs> probably Jews at this point. Uh, the haters are uh, the CP- CEO of JP Morgan. Well, it's like <laughs> it's a- everything's like dog whistles and like not in-, in your face unless you're asking about the genocide of the Jews, in which case. People are like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's the context. Yeah. No, there is a lot of, um, it's just, there's a lot of insanity around the whole. And can we also, like, I don't like Harvard. I don't like these universities. I've always yeah. hated Ivy League academia. I've, I've, I know people that went to Harvard. Yeah. They're fucking, they're, they're, they're guys that look exactly like me. They're rich, trust fund, fucking douchebags that work in private credit yeah. at KKR. And most of my listeners don't even know what any of those words are. Yeah. You know, you work, you're, you're in a whole other universe. You're at Wendy's overdosing. Me included. <laughs> my listeners that are they're at Wendy's overdosing on a, a fucking fentanyl, you know, eating an extra large Wendy's milkshake. Yeah. You know, and like I'm talking about like my friends that work in private credit at a, in private equity at KKR structuring debt deals yeah. for commercial real estate. 
and you know and you think that like you have a chance in the world like literally that's what america's come down to it's the haves it's always been the haves and the have nots it's it's the haves not have nots you know that like take their kids to laser tag and are about to like run out of credit card they're like they're like ten thousand dollars of credit card debt and they're addicted to drugs and they take their stupid kids to laser tag and then there's the guys that walk by the laser tag that work in private equity, you know, yeah. that are going to buy the laser tag facility and shut it down. And that's what America is. And uh, is that good or bad? It's good. Again, it's depending good. on what side I'm on. If, if I end up on the private equity side, I'm going to say that's fantastic. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's whether or not it's good or bad, you have to ask yourself, well, who in this situation is Jewish. Yeah. Um, and it's the laser tag mom, actually. <laughs> She's failing. <laughs> because of statements, because of Harvard's inability to condemn genocide. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean... Well, I think just the integrity of all education is like so like gone down the toilet. Like there's, you know, kids in high school where they've missed half the classes but still get a C and they pass. Um, and then the colleges, it's just all a scam to make people take loans that they can't pay back. And then they pay for something that, and then, you know, these degrees are never going to make any amount of money close to what they owe. Yeah. It's, it's, in, dude, you just reminded me. I, this, oh, oh, man. I had a fucking, I want to fucking murder this guy, dude. Yeah. I had a, I had a professor in aerospace engineering. His name was, uh, I won't say his name. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to dox him or anything. Yeah. I don't want him to die. But this <clears throat> motherfucker, dude. He was the he was the I, I hated him so much. Yeah, because I I had like a two point nine GPA. Yeah, and this goes to your point, which is that like, acad- it, the thing is, academia has always been a sham. Yeah, but now we're just, I think we're waking up to how much of a sham it really is. Yeah, is uh I had like a horrible GPA and it stressed me out and like it was this, it was it, when you go to college your GPA becomes your identity because you have a, if you have a low GPA. Everyone around you tells you, oh, you have a low GPA. You're fucked. You're not going to get a job, bro. Yeah. And I was like so paranoid about that. And it became my like singular mission to get my GPA up. And I was a senior in aerospace engineering. And I had like, I got like a, a C in my like senior project class. Yeah. And I go talk to my professor. I'm like, can you explain the C? Like, can you explain why I got the C? And he was like, he was like, I can't explain it. I just gave you a C. And I was like, I have a 2.9. You just brought me down to like a 2.7 GPA. What can I do differently next quarter to get an A? And then he was like, oh, well, you know, you could show more effort. You can put more effort in. And I like really sucked this guy's dick. I, I like really tried and I got a C. I was shocked. Yeah. And that that guy gave me an A the next semester. And he promised me something. He goes, if you get an A in the following quarter, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll change your other C to an A. Yeah, and no, so he'll retroactively. He, retro, he was. He said he was going to retroactively change my grade, and I was like, "That's a deal." And I hustled, and I fucking got that A. And he never changed my fucking C. He never changed it. I emailed him. I emailed him like three times. He never changed my grade, and I wanted to like literally rip his fucking throat out. I was so fucking, I, dude. I when you actually are invested in academia, that's why people kill themselves. Yeah. I was like driven to my like absolute limit and dude, it made me the Joker. He literally made me the Joker of engineering. 
I like. I so, want to. <laughs> you put yourself in a straitjacket, <laughs> dude. I want to bomb. I want to bomb the aerospace engineering. Yeah. I want to bomb his office. Yeah. He, he here's the cosine curve of my scars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little, a little sine waves coming off of my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have like yeah. an integral tattoo, yeah. a triple integral tattoo, and people think it's like, is that like Satanist? It's like, no. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's an angular integral. Yeah. It's a, it's a line integral. Yeah. And I want to like go. I should have like gone to his office. Like bloody, yeah. just like bleeding for no reason. You like freak him out and been like, I'd be like, Doctor, you want to know where I got these scars? <laughs> I was I was thinking while I was working on the propulsion presentation for next week, and uh, I just I just have a question. How about another problem set, Doctor? If a missile <laughs> leaves my house at eight thirty in the morning and it's traveling to your address. <laughs> If I hired five men to kill you for $4,000 and each of them was got an equal amount of pay and I promised all of them that if they got the job done, I would pay them an extra 4000 and I didn't, what do you think would happen to me? Hmm. A man that backs down on his promises. Uh, and uh, I, 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 I like, it's, it's all a lie. It's all bullshit. And then he said... Then when I got my degree, I was just like, this is just a, everyone knows college is stupid. Yeah. Everyone knows this shit, but then we give them so much attention. Yeah. And it's, 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 um, it's not a meritocracy. We're sold a lie. Everyone that gets into Harvard, most people that get into Harvard were, were going to get in because it was a plan before they were born. Yeah. You know, I didn't even know what Harvard was before I, when I was applying for college, I want to get into UC Berkeley. That was my dream school, UC Berkeley. Where'd you go? Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Slow. Slow. Cal Poly Slow. The uh, worst state school. It's it's the best state school in California, which makes it the worst. Yeah. If you go going to the best state school in California is like being like the mo, like the guy who's like on meth that's like most put together. It's like the most put together meth addict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to UC San Diego. <laughs> All right, don't brag. <laughs> well, we, we have very different college experiences because uh, why we're all psych classes. <laughs> <laughs> you went to UC San Diego. Yeah, yeah. For did psychology. you cheat? Did you plagiarize at UC San Diego? Uh, I definitely cheated in 2020 uh, because COVID canceled my calculus final. Uh huh. So if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have graduated with a bachelor of science. I probably would have had to switch to bachelor of arts. You're kidding? Because you were not prepared for the final. No, no, it was getting to the point where it was like, okay, like I can't do this like math anymore. I was also like still like into comedy. It was like I would like really have to study and like I don't want to put the time. Into, I know what you mean, dude. Well, yeah. that and that's a lot of college is like realizing halfway through that you don't care about any of it and having to just like grit your teeth and fucking do it anyway and a lot and, and spend a bunch of money for it. And I think that's why people get depressed. Yeah. Even and then you get the degree and you're like, I don't even know what to do with my life. I have no friends. I'm not describing me. I'm very popular. And cool. <laughs> I'm not well, describing me. <laughs> I, I was just like four years older than like everybody else. And like j just with that, it almost seemed like there was like a whole generational gap. Like I had a hard time just talking with general people. But, I, you know, just like comedy was my social circle. Right, right, right. And so I wasn't wanting to to make like a social circle or like study groups or anything like that. And then for my second quarter, it was like all online and basically uh when 2020 happened, COVID and all that, 
uh, they switched to all Zoom classes and they didn't have the infrastructure yet to like make sure people were cheating or not. So what they ended up doing, and they didn't tell us this till afterwards, uh, is that they made the test especially difficult. So that way, if a bunch of people got A's on it, they would know people cheated. So I no way. Yeah. So I hate I hate college. That's so evil. So it's mind games. It's evil mind games. So so because it was online, what they let students do is that they made it uh, pass no pass. Which if you don't, for people that don't know what that is, basically if you pass if you make it pass no pass. If you get a passing grade in the class, they'll say that you like pass that class, but it won't affect your GPA at all. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, the move is obviously do it pass, no pass. Right. Cheat to get a D. Yeah. Cheat. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not, <laughs> dude, if you leave answers blank on your test, they're not going to see if you cheated on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, dude, you should have left all of them blank except the last question that's like an unsolved math problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's like an open problem in math. Yeah. And you yeah. just solve that one and yeah. all the rest are blank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I would put it into uh, a, a symbolic calculator where like it spells out every single step. I love that shit, dude. Chat, yeah. Yeah. Like and, basically chat. And, and if I didn't know how to do it, I would just leave it blank. I'm like, look, all I need is like a D in this class. It'll be pass, no pass. It won't affect my GPA. Yeah. All these other people were given an inch. They were trying to take a mile. They were trying to like boost their GPA, get an A in the class. Right. And then they were all like caught cheating. I'm like, you idiots. We were given this like golden opportunity. Yeah. But people get greedy. People get very greedy. 100%. When yeah. they see an opportunity. Um. No, it's it again. That's the point. Is like college teaches you to cheat. Well, President Gay, if you if you ascend to the president presidential office of Harvard, yeah, you are very very good at cheating. Yeah, and now she's paying for it. Yeah, but the reality is, when you write a paper, I just I want to really I want to get rid of this idea. It re I reject this idea that like writing a paper gives you prestige. Yeah. Who read this bitch's papers? Yeah. What she write? What did she research? People who write PhD. I saw this really funny tweet. It was like, when you write a paper, it's like starting a band. You like have a, you have a friend in academia and like, hey, you want to write a paper together? It's like starting a shitty indie band. Yeah. And you write a paper, and then like, and then what? Four people read it. Okay. Now what? Now you write another one. How many academic papers have been written that have never been re read? Dude, I would put like like my papers through their like plagiarism checker. Yeah. And it would be like, I would be like writing a paper on psychology and then it would be like, oh, well, you stole this section from like 10 best uses for avocados. It would be like something like, like totally irrelevant, but, but, but the checker would like pick up that like one sentence was the same. <laughs> to be fair, your paper was called Psychological Analysis of Avocado Lovers. <laughs> So maybe it was plagiarism. Maybe you were doing that. Yeah. Um, no, but so much of academia is just, it's, it's people create, they create work for themselves. Yeah. And then they do that work to, to like create a false sense of fulfillment in their life. Yeah. When ultimately what a lot of people in academia want is they want to, they, they want, they covet power. Yeah. And they want power. They want to manage other people and they want the prestige of a Harvard yeah. They want to slap a logo on their chest and they want to say, This is who I am. And you respect me because you know Harvard? Better put some respect on my name. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I had to take a bunch of culture, like classes about culture. Did you have to take any classes like that? No. Yeah, I had to watch the Nanette special and like in write about class? it at in, home. That was like a part of your class was watching a Nanette special? Yeah, yeah. I had to watch no the way, Nanette. No way, that was an assignment. That was an assignment? Yeah, yeah. It, it was an assignment. And uh, in class, I had to watch Beyonce's Lemonade. <laughs> Wait, well, how does that go again? I have no idea. Uh, I've forgotten. I doesn't no. That song fucking slaps. I'm I'm a I'm like a metalhead. Uh, me too. But lemonade is great. I I, I, I don't follow, dude. <laughs> I, I don't is she know. like twerking and shit? I I I honestly couldn't tell you. It was like when she yeah like headline Coachella. Uh huh. Yeah, and it was she's like you know like the first I think like the first like female headliner like so, female black headliner. Wow. So Coachella. you watched Nanette. You watched Nanette in a college course as an assignment. And how was it? Oh, complete trash. <laughs> I can tell you, like, like, like I, I remember exactly what I was doing. I watched it with my buddy Kit. We were drinking these coconut porters by Ballast Point. Uh, normally, I love porters. Normally, coconut flavor is dope. But yeah. for some reason, this combination made it taste like shit. So I was drinking this awful beer. Like cum? Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't say cum because I have no point of reference. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very smart, Andrew. You, you almost fell for my trap. <laughs> um. Actually, that makes you gay that you've never tasted your own cum. That makes you gay. Because <laughs> I, that means you, someone's chick has sucked your dick and then you've never kissed her afterwards. I make him drink water at least before I go back to kissing him. Really? I don't care. Chick will suck my dick. And then I'll like, I'll like be like, now mine's and I suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me I show go, you how a man yeah, would do it. She'll be doing it. And I'll be like, you're not doing it right. I'll get really mad. Like, you're not doing it right. Yeah. And I'll do it. Um, you were saying, so you're watching the net, you're drinking coconut. Uh, Coconut Porter by Ballast Point with my best friend Kit, and the special was awful. I love Ballast Point, but this beer I did not like at all. Okay, um, uh, it was I was like, kill me now. This is this is horrendous because, like, like in the Nanette special, she's like talking about like all the like adversity that she like went through growing up, and that's like why I had to watch it. Um, but then she would talk like her her punchlines were just like very cheap. Like, like, I think that she would have, like, a good premise and then, like, resort to, like, jizz as a punchline. Mm, okay. You know, so it was like, well, there's, like, there's, like, more you can do about that. But, it, you know, so it what wasn't funny and it was all clapter. Yeah. So you had to watch Nanette as a part of, like, a college assignment. You know what would be very funny is if people start assigning Matt Rife special as homework. That's what I'm saying. And also, like, like in in the '80s, did did you know? Did they have to watch ACDC? You know what I mean? Like, you, you had to do a study on Metallica. That's like the teacher that try that wants to be cool and thinks they're like connected with like the, what the kids like. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'll make my lesson engaging by assigning something that maybe they already are interested in. Yeah. But then, like, they assign Nanette, and you're like, bitch, you're fucking high. And like, you know, I I would if I was a college professor, I'd be assigning Matt Rife. You know, dude, I took, and you come back, you write a report. You're like, I learned that uh, when when women can't cook, they get hit in the eye. Hit it. Wow. Shit. Right at the punchline. When women can't cook, they get hit in the eye is what yeah, you meant to say. That's what I meant to say. But uh, I had to take this human sexuality course and I didn't know it was a serious class. Uh, they, they gave us this like worksheet of like people describing orgasms. And we had to guess like whether it was like male or female. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And so I was like, "Oh, clearly this isn't like getting graded." So I just 
bullshitted it. I got a seven out of 10 on it. I'm like, wait a minute, this is going towards my GPA. And then the professor. <laughs> and then which it, ones did you get wrong? Oh, I, 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 I you couldn't just randomly you. put male, female. Well, like uh, a part of the thing, like, like uh, somebody would be like describing an orgasm and it would say throbbing. So then we would all think it's a guy. And then it was like a, it was a girl describing her like orgasm as like throbbing, and I I just like got that wrong, and like that <laughs> affected my grade in the class, and affected your your uh, that that actually affected your overall competitiveness in the job market. Yeah, yeah. If you really want to think about it, and, and then that's like, why you need to know if, how to make a woman come. Yeah, because you won't get a job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then, to, like to get extra credit, she's like, "Oh, well, the school's like playing this like video about like how they treat like missing black kids different than missing white kids, so you can watch that for extra credit." And I'm like, "Well, but what does that have to do with human sexuality?" <laughs> well, she's a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I when I kidnap a kid and rape a white kid, everyone cares. <laughs> but if it's a black kid, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Write me a three page essay. Yeah. On why. <laughs> It's better to rape white kids. Yeah. <laughs> then there was a group on campus called NASA that was like the Native American Student Association. And I was like so mad. I thought like the actual space program was coming wow, to talk to that, that's, that's the first time Native Americans did cultural appropriation of white culture. Yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Hey, pick a side. Yeah. Hey, NASA, you <laughs> cannot be... That's so fucked up, bro. <laughs> Native American School Student, student Association. Association. Yeah, yeah. And they come to speak. You yeah. show up. You're like, what is it? You see headdresses. You're like, what is this shit? <laughs> I wanted to see the Challenger rocket explode. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and like a lot, a big, a big, obs- a, a very common observation amongst people these days is that the liberal media and the liberal uh, ideology has infiltrated the universities. Yeah. And, you know, based on those stories, a lot of people could think, oh, man. The universities used to have integrity, and we and and now and now liberals have ruined them. And I think that there's like it feels right, that feels true, but I don't necessarily know if that's the case. I don't think that's fully true. Yeah. Um, like it's like they're like, oh, oh, universe, universities got woke, corporations got woke. It's not. It's it's just that they're they they are in. It's it's a symptom. It's a symptom. Of a cause. I don't think that the university is being woke. Sure, that has repercussions. Yeah. Doing classes where you have to describe, like, is this a female orgasm or a male orgasm? And that, like, matters. Like, yeah. that's like a lesson. Um, and cost me thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, that's and then, the most expensive orgasm ever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you go and, like, use that information ever? Uh, not not from that class. There's like a few classes like that evolutionary psychology class where it's like, okay, well, this is like actually that useful is information. Uh, I took like a psychology of sleep class that like helped me develop like a better, you know, sleep schedule and how to like fall asleep better. And right. Yeah. And you, you did another class on like, like how to make her calm and you failed that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I failed the calm class. I failed that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Female uh, orgasms 205. Yeah. That'd be funny. Like you're taking that class and you're like, you're trying, you're like, hey man, like, did you what'd you get for number three? Yeah. Like where's like is it like up and down or left and right? We we did study the challenger explosion, so like I know like kind of how that went down. It was all group think and all like, well, the bosses want to see the rocket go up, so we gotta send it up, even though like they knew that there were problems with the seals. Like 
containing the fuel. So like the O-ring seals. Yeah, yeah. They were like, well, it's too cold. Like we can't we can't send this right now. We're probably gonna have an issue. But they were like, the the news is gonna do it. There's pressure. Not nah, uh, send it, and then th- then it exploded. So like they they knew that there was there was a couple people that were like, we can't send this thing up. Well, I think like you know, I I like to be optimistic. Like to me, I look at that as a success. <laughs> 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 then, then, yeah, because they they were right about the, the, their claim. They're like, "See, I told you." <laughs> to me, the Challenger rocket exploding is a success in many many ways. Yeah, it furthered our understanding of groupthink psycholo- in psychology. Yeah, like you said, uh, if you don't like academia, it blew up a couple teachers. It killed woke teachers. <laughs> it killed a bunch of woke. Hey. You can't have it both ways. Yeah. If you think academia is woke, you got to be happy that the Challenger rocket exploded. <laughs> it destroyed the 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 leaders of the woke. They were a bunch of middle school teachers, and they were woke. And the that was, you know, you know, a lot of people don't uh, agree with me when I say this, but the Challenger rocket was an inside job, and it was a success. <laughs> uh, Bush did the Challenger rocket explosion. He did it. Was yeah, he? Yeah. What, what? Who was president when the Challenger rocket exploded? I think it was Reagan. If it was the eighties, was it? Was it that long ago? Oh yeah, damn. And that was the last commercial. That was the last like people to die in space. And well, they didn't even make it to space. Yeah, I think that's the last time that they put like <laughs> civilians in a spacecraft. Is NASA woke? That's a question. Our our our, our rockets is that are if all these other in, smart institutions have been infiltrated by the woke mob? Yeah, is NASA woke? Uh, I do think rockets are woke because they're only targeting brown kids. <laughs> That's anti woke, dude. They're killing. They're killing BIPOCs. <laughs> you know, uh, I I really think. Uh, well, also NASA. I mean, NASA makes rock, but they. You know, NASA doesn't make the <sighs> weapons. I don't think, or maybe I mean, they're probably involved somehow. They yeah. make the same tech. They research the technology that is then co opted to make w- weapons better. Yeah. Um. When I went to NASA, I realized I uh, I my trip to NASA, I realized it was woke. You know, I, I was I got there, I was like, you know, like, um, you know, uh, I was like, how how do I become an astronaut? And they're like, yeah. well, like we're gonna cut off your cock. We're gonna are you trans? I was like, what? You know, I go up there, I'm like, can I can I apply to be an astronaut? Like, I'd love to go to space. I want to serve our country. Yeah, I'd love to go to the ISS someday. And they were like, what are your pronouns? And I was like, no. The woke mind virus destroyed NASA. But that's that, probably next. I don't know. I, I was being ironic, but I don't know. Maybe that is. Maybe NASA. I don't know. But it'll it'll like I feel like the pendulum is swinging back. And but I don't know. I don't look at it. I think it's too simplistic to just say that the world the world has become woke. Like it's yeah, there are people that I think do have some pretty radical beliefs about gender and and yeah. uh and um and and the idea of property ownership yeah but this is not an like i don't know like i think there's a lot of common ground a lot of people have common ground a lot of people most people don't want to send billions of dollars to israel and ukraine yeah most people are anti-interventionist most of the american public whether you're woke or a redneck you don't want your money going to the Ukraine. Yeah. You don't want your money going to Israel. You want that money, that taxpayer money, to be invested here, whether you want believe in they thems or whether you want uh, 
gay mar- gays to be burned alive. We can all agree that um, American interventionism is, is wrong, and that's what I'm running on. Uh, I'm running on, on that American platform. intervention being wrong. Yes, American interventionism is one of the most, the biggest mistakes we ever made as a country. Um, and un- unless it gets us more oil, then I'm not interested. <laughs> I was waiting for something. <laughs> if it gets us oil, strategic oil reserves, we go. And if it doesn't, then, uh, you know, we don't go. And that's why we shouldn't have gotten involved in World War II. Yeah, it's why we had to, it's why we switched off a of nuclear energy because then oil we would be less dependent on it and then we would have no reason to invade the Middle East. Fuck, dude. That's that something would, I completely that's, made up just off of that's the top bar, of my no, ass. That's, right that's there. bars though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bars. Andrew Jones. Andrew <laughs> Andrew conspiracy theory Jones. Um, okay, well, let's do another news story and we'll we'll get out of here. Uh Honestly, it's kind of a slow news week. Andrew and I were looking through the news. Not much going on. New Big year. earthquake in Japan. Big earthquake in Japan. We could talk about that. Their ball dropped. <laughs> Breaking news. Japan being punished for watching hentai. They're being punished by God. They have an earthquake. Uh, and that's whenever Japan gets a natural disaster, hits, gets hit by a natural disaster, I go, you guys shouldn't have made cartoons about tentacles infiltrating female holes i go i like it but it's bad were you the one telling me like why they do that no i think somebody was telling me because like they have like you know like all the japanese porn like it's blurred they have like different like regulations if it's like an actual penis going into a vagina rather than a tentacle and that's no way it it was big government ruins another goddamn (laughs) industry I forget who was telling me that, but yeah, somebody was like, yeah, because, you know, their stuff has to be blurred. There's like more restrictions of it being like an actual phallic objects. And that's why they have like all this like tentacle porn now. And that's definitely like a case of like the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Like you tried to make your society more <laughs> like uh, clean, uh, proper, clean. And, and now it just it got dirty in ways you never <laughs> thought it could. Yeah. They're like, you know, we'll, we're, we're not good. Yeah. We're going to blur uh vaginal penetration because that's dirty yeah but when it when it comes to an aquatic animal yeah infiltrating a woman it's fine yeah um but it gave us okay i mean you know that's why i am i lean liberal guys if i'm being real if you want to know my real bias i obviously i lean a little bit liberal because big government gave us hentai because <laughs> big, big government, government gave us hentai <laughs> uh and if you don't know i mean i i learned this from andrew today my my great new producer Permanent new Hell producer. Yeah. You're hired. You want to do the, you want to do my show forever? I'm firing Josh. I'm in. Okay. You'll do the, you can do the Patreons if you Dope. want. If you want. Hell yeah. Uh no, I'm joking. I, I love Josh. He'll be he'll be back. Uh not if I can help it. <laughs> if Josh like dies, disappears mysteriously. How about if Josh disappears mysteriously? I'll give you the job. <laughs> <laughs> do with that information what you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um no, big earthquake in Japan. Could we just could you look it up? Let's let's see if there's any reporting on it. I mean, I've heard a lot of people uh I heard a lot of people are like under the rubble and shit. It's very sad. Um it's it's and it happens a lot. I mean, I I mean, you know, Japan being an island nation has to deal with these sorts of disasters more often than other other countries. Powerful earthquake hits Japan and officials warn of aftershocks. 
collapsed buildings, people being trapped underneath them. The quake disrupted electricity and phone service. Um, and many were left without the ability to watch hentai. Very sad. Yeah, that's what happens when electricity goes away. Yeah, the electricity went out. All the all the Japanese guys are like, oh, oh no. <laughs> I really should not have done that voice. <laughs> Uh, or I should have done it even more convincingly. I'm trying to double down. Yeah. I got to double down. My friend watches the show. Shout out to Ian. What's up, Ian? 2024 is the year of doubling down. 2024, we're doubling down. We're doing Asian accents. Uh, 2024, it's Asian accents. Fuck you, pay me. <laughs> but not like, but like in a tasteful way. Tasteful yeah. Asian accent. Yeah. Uh, a powerful earthquake struck Western Japan on Monday. Uh, let's see here. The earthquake struck the Noto Peninsula at 4.10 p.m. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The biggest waves record were recorded. Do people surf waves that are created by earthquakes? Do you think there's like a surfer in Japan just waiting for an earthquake to surf a tsunami? Or are these waves just impossible to surf? I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like if there was enough of an earthquake warning, somebody would do that. But I, I feel like that earthquakes happen like pretty quickly. Like they like they uh, sense like some seismic activity, but like you never know when there's going to be like the it's big too, one. I it's think. too. It's not enough notice, right? You can't. Yeah. You have to be. You can't just like yeah. Um, the earthquake trapped people under collapsed buildings and disrupted electricity for tens of thousands in the Ishikawa prefecture. Medical workers in the port of Wajima were treating patients in a hospital parking lot. God damn it. Residents were warned that there were still a danger of landslides and building collapses from aftershocks. Um, bullet trains were halted. That's bad. Bullet do, trains being halted, dude. Do, do, do you know what aftershocks are? Uh, Yeah, like the smaller. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like when you make like your girl come and her legs still shake afterwards. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that's like. I never made a woman come. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. I apologize every time I do. So, like, hey, I'm sorry. Like this never happens. I'd hate for you to think that. <laughs> you make your woman come and thousands die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the aftershocks. Uh. So, I mean, I don't know. There's not much to say. Like, it's just sad. Very sad. Uh, like, I like Japan. It's sad for when people have to go through natural disasters. Well, which reminds me, a lot of natural disasters, people say that they're getting worse because of climate change. Yeah. A lot of people say that there's, like, more, there's going to be, like, more climate disasters more frequently because of all the pollution that we're sending into the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, or should I say the climate hoax? The climate hoax. It's a hoax is what it is. You know, people go, the climate's changing. I go, I go, you're broke, bitch. You're a broke boy. Yeah, I, I think what I heard, and I kind of agree with this, uh, some of us think that the climate is changing, and some of us think if we paid enough in taxes that the climate would stop changing. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I mean, I think the problem is unsolvable. I look at it beyond because I do think it's happening. I mean, um, re remember acid rain? How that seemed like that was going to be like a big deal, and now we never hear about it. Oh, I that, that is true. So, like, there, there there's like some things that can be fixed, but like the problem I have with a lot of these climate activists is that, I mean, a big part of the solution is nuclear energy. 
and and they just like glue their hands to like some floor of a you know car dealership and yeah or or they like throw <laughs> tomato paste on a painting or something and and somehow that's supposed to like provide a useful solution or, or something to fixing the climate yeah i mean i i would throw oil i would throw red paint on a painting just because it's fun <laughs> you know what i would do you know be like yeah these climate protesters they're going over like these like really important cultural paintings and yeah. throwing red paint on them and be like stop climate divest from oil now yeah like stop big oil now i'd i'd like i would do that i'd have a big bucket of red paint i'd throw it on the mona lisa and i'd be like follow sean riley comedy on instagram yeah 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 i mean I mean, if you're against oil to where you're against oil paintings, like that's intense. Yeah, that's like, I mean, come on. I mean, you're that against oil, like yeah. fossil fuels. I like, I mean, oil, oil is responsible for every product because oil is transportation and oil is life. I use oil for lube. When I blow a load, yeah. blowing every orgasm, every female orgasm is the result of the fossil fuel industry. And yeah. people forget about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's vibrators, plastics, batteries, motors. Yeah. You have that great joke about vibrators, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I go over the whole supply chain of it and how <laughs> women trying to come is killing the planet. You do. Wow. I'm just stealing your entire act <laughs> today. Fuck. Um, yeah, you have a great joke about that. Um, uh, something else that uh, people don't uh, think about a lot is uh, all synthetic caffeine is synthesized from the byproduct of petroleum products what yeah wait say that again so synth like so caffeine and coca-cola yeah for for example yeah because the the, how i mean i i don't know how they do it chemically but they do synthesize because it's a carbon-based product they do synthesize it from like the byproduct of petroleum I support the fossil fuel industry. Yeah. I am in 100% of support of the fossil fuels. I always have been. I always will be. I love coffee. Yeah. I love caffeine. Well, co- coffee, yeah. Coffee, that's a natural source. Um, Coca-Cola originally tried doing decaf, like like taking the caffeine that they would get from decaffeinated coffee, but there's obviously not a big enough decaffeinated <laughs> coffee market to supply Coca-Cola. Right. So they have to make it synthetically. And that's a byproduct of petroleum products. That is so fucking crazy. Yeah. Synthetic caffeine comes from oil. Yeah. That's so fucking crazy. And fertilizer. So like like when when they're like, oh, no more fossil fuels, like we have built so much just on top of fossil fuels. Right. People don't really know what they're talking about when they're like, oh yeah, let's get off it. It's like caffeine, that's a big one. Fertilizer, that's another big one. Sexual lubricant. That's a big one. Yeah. You know what else is made of oil? My flesh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My flesh is oil, and my body will be sent back to Chevron when I die. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. You know what I, I've thought about? I've just just something I've been thinking about. This is like when you criticize something, when you criticize child labor, when you criticize in a joke, or you cri- yeah. you criticize uh. Big big company, big conglomerates polluting the world. Yeah, you know, like you make these, which is by the way, very hack. Yeah, a lot of it's very like, all right, we know, and I do like making those jokes. Yeah, I like making fun of the military. Yeah, because hey, it's the reason it's popular to criticize the military is because they, because the what they do is horrific. Yeah, I mean, I know it's hard. We're all desensitized. We're all jacking off to hentai. You know what I mean? 
we're all decent. We're all jacking off to hentai and swiping on Tinder, even though we'll never get a date, you know? But like Raytheon blows up school buses of little children. They blow up school buses, their weapons. So of course it's fun. It's, it's fun to criticize that. Um, but people do it so much that it becomes exhausting to hear about. Yeah. So I get, and I get that. So people go, oh, or like child labor. Yeah. Your phone was made by a kid. Your phone was made by a child, a slave child. Your phone was made by a human being that grew up and just got unlucky and is now a slave. Yeah. And makes, works 18 hours a day and is malnourished and will probably be fucked up forever. Yeah. That's true. And when you say that stuff, my point is people go, people have this clap back. They go, oh, you're criticizing Slave labor. Interesting. While you're on an iPhone made by children. Hmm. Seems like you use yeah. the product, but you're criticizing it. That's interesting. Maybe if you cared, you wouldn't use an iPhone. And then the, rea- the clapback to that clapback is uh, that meme that we've all seen. Yeah. Have you seen that meme where it's like uh, the two guys in the, in the medieval times and one of them is going like, we should improve society somewhat. Yeah. And then the other guy's like on his knees. He's like, oh, but you participate in society. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I guess I'm setting all this up because I want to know, I want to flip it again. Because it's like, we're all hypocrites. I don't yeah. know. Like, we're all hypocrites. Yes, I'm criticizing the weapons manufacturer. I'm, I'm criticizing the military while I own $12,000 of Palantir stock. Yeah. I'm a hypocrite. Doesn't mean what they do is not evil. You could criticize me. You could say I'm evil and you have a good point. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I can't criticize it and that I... Here's the thing. I think a lot of climate change, a lot of people, they throw the paint on... They glue themselves to the road and they say divest from oil now. Yeah. But like making... Like... Is activism boycotting, gluing yourself to the road? Is activism... Does it even work? I mean, it just, it's, I just think it takes a, a longer time, especially when you've built like structures over it. Uh, before uh, I get too off point, I think some child labor is good. Uh, like if I go to a Mexican restaurant and there's like a 12 year old person walking the cashier, you know, that's just about a slap. Yeah. That's, that's an authentic family owned <laughs> business, you know. But then there was that story of like that 10 year old working like the, the drive through of McDonald's in Iowa. And it's like, dude, how did that, you know how drunk you must have thought you were going through the drive-thru and hearing a 10-year-old be like, I must be hammered right now. There's no way. <laughs> okay, what else can I get you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, you told me 10 52 at the second window. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I came, I mean, I was just, like, in school and, like, totally aimless for so long. I think, like, job experience earlier. I didn't get my first job till I was 18. I think, like, just some more, like, real-world, you know, experience would have been Good for me. Delivering newspapers is child labor. Yeah. But it's not bad. Yeah. Or we don't see it as bad. And it's, and and yeah, with like using the stuff like like, oh well, you own the phone and like it's 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 owned by slaves. Like that's why, you know, like some people say like, oh, I, I they would have been like opposed to slavery like when it was going on. It's like imagine if it wasn't just your phone, but it's like sugar and clothing. Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, it's it's like basic goods or like a byproduct of that. Like it takes a long time to like, and obviously we want to shift away from it, but it's going to take a long time and all kinds of 
refiguring things out. And it's people go, oh, well, if it would there, would it be all right? You know, I would pay for a more expensive phone if it were made like, you know, in the United States with like people who have healthcare and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you don't even like pay for Spotify to not have ads. So I'm not exactly <laughs> sure <laughs> that you're willing to fork up the few extra bucks for people to have some rights. That's yes. That's so true, dude. And honestly, I think kids make a better phone in China than some dumbass in Ohio would. Yeah, yeah. Some some union redneck 45-year-old Republican loser is not going to make an iPhone as good as a, as uh Xinping. Yeah. In China. Yeah. 14-year-old, he's a he's a League of Legends professional. He's going to be a pro League of Legends player and he makes iPhones during the day. I want that kid's phone. Yeah. I don't want Dave ja- Dave Johnson. Yeah, you know who phones it in and is on on opiates the whole shift. I mean, it makes two phones a shift. Yeah, you're fired. You're fired. You know, where's the inset? Where's the motivation? Yeah, I want more child labor. I'm a libertarian. Why can't all kids work? When I was a kid, I was legally not allowed to work. You know, it's crazy. The law prevented me from working. That's wrong. One of the only jobs children work is porn. <laughs> <laughs> We need to give them other ways to make money. Yeah, if I can do porn, I can throw. I I can work at McDonald's. If I can suck a cock, I can I can swipe a credit card. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, dude. I, there are like it's it's. I'm all I I love. I mean, I think I'm I'm very I'm very like consenting. Uh, if it, I'm, I'm I'm all about I love free markets. Yeah, but you do need some regulation because people abuse when you get fully unregulated. I think it does create abuse. Um, but you know, going going back to your broader point, everything like people talk about conflict minerals. Yeah, everything is a, this whole podcast is a conflict podcast. Yeah, every every everything around us is the product of conflict. You know, so like, where do you draw the line? This pot, this microphone was probably made by a kid. Shout out to the Sure SM, probably. Yeah, shout out to the Sure family. Yeah, Sure SM Seven Bs are are fantastic. Yeah, uh, data centers create carbon emissions. When we upload the podcast, when you upload the podcast, it creates carbon. Yeah. So that it's pollutive. Our show is pollutive. You know? Yeah. Um, the messages we're sending are bad. <laughs> it's ideologically evil. Yeah. But, you know, yet we do it. Yet I do it. And is that does that make me like what's so I think I think New York Post just like posted that uh that breathing also causes like carbon emissions. Oh, like, I saw like, that. Like, yeah, it finally like came out, and it's like that's been like the ongoing joke. It's, I mean, like it's retarded. Like yeah. I believe that the like I do think that we are doing a lot of like it's. I believe that if I would like to go to nuclear and stop sending all of this black smoke into the atmosphere. Yeah, I would love that nuclear, a bunch and like you know like Vivek Ramaswamy as annoying he, as he may be. I think has great energy policy. Yeah, you know Vivek in his energy policy, he was like, "We have." To, he was like, "It's not just about one solution." Our United States, our strategic ener- our, our energy strategy is not just about divesting from oil and putting it in wind and solar. He wanted us to have an entire portfolio of solutions, and I think that makes a lot of sense. It's not just going to be solar. You know, in his strategy, he goes that it's not. It's not just. It's not just divest from oil and go to solar. It's divest. It's like. You know, continue to use oil, um, continue to use nuclear and solar, but make sure that everyone that has those jobs is a white man. Yeah, yeah. That's his pet. That's his policy. And I agree with it. Yeah. 
You know, Vivek often said, I don't I don't know how Vivek like it like have you heard of the great replacement theory? Are you following Vivek at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know, man. Like, is it I don't believe that like I don't care. Immigrants come into the country and they change the demographic makeup of the US. Yeah. If there are no white people in a hundred years, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If there are no brown, like, aren't we all going to be brown? Why? What is the psychology behind white people fearing that their race will be di- destroyed? Um, and their culture is it? Is it because they think that like brown and and black people have like sub like inferior cultures that are more violent and criminal? Uh, I think I, mean, I don't want to like again. Yeah. That's a that's a straw man, and I'm I'm yeah. not trying to like. S- What's the honest idea? Like, what is the idea? So the, those arguments definitely, I think, like, like get tossed around to, like, discredit just what happens mm-hmm. when people who have different beliefs come to your country and they don't give them away. A uh, not controversial one would be if somebody from the UK moved to the United States, they got to drive on the right side of the road. Right. Like, you're not going to be able to keep, like, that tradition up. Uh, in the UK, also, the age of consent is 16. When you move here, you gotta give up banging sixteen-year-olds. You, you gotta move it to eighteen. So like, there's some. What's things- the big deal, Annette? She's sixteen, Annette. <laughs> yeah. Boy, <laughs> Annette, he's like in jail. He's like, <laughs> I fucked a sixteen-year-old in my home country, Annette. Yeah, yeah. Like I think, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Russell Brand. Like he had sex with sixteen-year-olds, uh, and like like his producers back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, would like find sixteen-year-olds for him. But in the UK, that's legal. In the United States, that would make him a pedophile, right? So, the, like, there's all kinds of like cultural things, and thankfully, like, the United States is a much larger country. Um, so, if a few million people move in, like, it's not going to do that much. But like, especially with like the Israel-Palestine conflict, everybody's saying like the Israelis like like moved in. Um, that's definitely like you can't like let like you got to have harsher immigration things because otherwise they move. And then once the democracy rule ends, you know, they go, well, you got to get off this land because now we outnumber you. We have more power than you now. Then right. They take over all your systems and, and stuff like that. And it's hard to do like a reparations thing. It's easy to be preventative about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's and I want to be like fair to both sides here because it's like. I don't, I mean, like, yeah, culture, I don't, maybe it's, maybe I haven't thought enough about it, but culture just seems to be, like, so elusive and hard undef- hard to define. Yeah. Um, and, like, well, it's, I think it's, or it's, about, it's about traditions and norms. Yeah. Driving on the right side of the road. Yeah. The idea of democracy. Yeah. I guess to me, it's like, the whole, to me, I just, the whole thing is a lie. Every society is a lie, and it's a rebranding of, like, I don't, like, I think that you know the the U.S. the fact that we vote is a lie. It's it's we are. I think we have uh, a lot of power economically because our military is strong, um, and we have a lot of wealth. Yeah. Uh, because we've had a culture of innovation in our country. Yeah. And you could argue that maybe that's because we have certain norms, and that like yeah, I understand. Like if a bunch of immigrants come here from other countries and they have. Uh, Maybe they don't have the same spirit of innovation that uh, the people in the U.S. do have. 
But look at Silicon Valley. I yeah. mean, like, you know, and I'm not trying, like, whatever. Like, I'm not trying to be fucking political. It's just, yeah. it's funny for Indian guy to say that white men are being replaced. Is that not funny? Vivek yeah. Ramaswamy is like, the great replacement theory is not, uh, it's not some right-wing racist hoax. It's the platform of the Democratic Party. Yeah. And I'm like, Vivek, you're Indian. Yeah. Well, <laughs> am I? Is that crazy? Well, I mean, for the for the longest time, like the Democrat Party thought that they were always going to be in, in power because they were like, oh, well, soon, uh, like white people have like a, like forty percent of the population rather than like sixty. Yeah. And then the rest will be, and they just thought of all minorities as a monolith. But right. now Trump is like more black support than any Republican, you know, in history. Right. Yeah. It's the same with like there's a lot of Mexicans for Trump now. So they're losing what they thought was going to be, like, their bread and butter. Well, and that's why I'm saying that, like, I, I maybe it's because I have faith in human beings. Yeah. That, like, I just think that, like, like, it's, I don't know. Like, I just have the, I have faith in humans that, like, more people's not bad. Yeah. I don't think more people's bad. Now, when you give them outsized welfare... And you don't give the same welfare to people that already live here that are struggling. Yeah. That is a valid complaint. Yeah. Like that, like if you're giving like flying them to New York and putting them up in housing. Yeah. Because they came from Venezuela, but you're not going to help Sally who's on fentanyl. Well, they're they're deporting like, the Venezuelans and they really don't like Cubans because they tend to like they're fleeing socialism. So they don't vote with like the Democrat Party. So they're like really trying to deport those guys. But, oh, but, but everyone else, they're they're trying to try to get rid of, dude. I just and it's like you know, yeah, the, <laughs> that is funny. They're like they're, they'll 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 accept immigrants if they vote Democrat. Yeah, um, but it's like I don't know, man. I just voting to me, like you know, and again, maybe we can close it out with this. Trump is being uh, you know left off the ballot in, in Colorado and now Maine. Yeah, the Supreme Court's ruled the state Supreme Courts of Colorado and Maine have ruled that Trump can't be on the ballot. And that then this is obviously an issue that's going to rise to the federal Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, where it will be stricken, stricken down immediately. Yeah. Um, that better be 8-0. I don't think that's, or 9-0, whatever it is. Uh, some people are asking for the three justices that Trump put in there to recuse themselves because they're too close to the matter. So that's like the next argument that like people are pushing. So they want the Supreme Court to rule on the ruling, but without the justices that Trump put in there himself. What a fucking joke, dude. Yeah. They're asked. I mean, again, a symptom. All yeah. of this, this nightmare of the mess that we've made is a symptom of the fact that our institutions are crumbling overall. Yeah. It's not like the Supreme court is an unelected body of lifetime appointed pol- politicians. Yeah. They are, they, they, there's this, this, the idea that the federal Supreme Court is this objective body that interprets the Constitution uh, with some any sort of scholarly legal way. Yeah. Oh, that makes me so mad, dude. Yeah. When people are like, I'm a legal scholar. I've been I've studied the, the f- philosophy of law for 30, 40 years. Yeah. I've applied the law. And I believe that when I interpret the Constitution, I will do it objectively, fairly, when without bias. Yeah. You're a fucking politician. Yeah. And then they say this. And then they go, also, um, also, uh, I want to tax corporations at a 90% rate. 
Like, okay, like, where's that in the Constitution? Yeah. But, like, you go there, you're like, I want to interpret interpret the Constitution objectively. Also, I believe that women should be able to get abortions at eight and a half months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does that, where did the founding fathers put that in there? In yeah. the fucking Bill of Rights? Women have the rights to, to abort a child at eight months? I don't know. And I get that, you know. Yeah. I'm not pro-life. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. It, well, it, uh, unfortunately for political expediency and like political convenience, they're using the Supreme Court to make all these hard decisions that they don't themselves, that, the, that our legislative body doesn't want to like take a stance on because they're afraid to lose votes. 100%. But and like they, out, was, they outsource it. They yeah. outsource it to people that are appointed for life because they're, prote- they're lifetime appointed. Yeah. And they're protected by the, the law yeah. that they wrote themselves, you know? Which is, um, you know, it's like our, we're not, the U.S., we're not that different from North Korea. You see that meme of all the North Korean generals that award each other awards? Yeah. We have the same shit here. People look at North Korea like it's this, like, fucked up culture. And it's like, uh, it is a dystopian nightmare there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but, like, honestly, I don't think the U.S. is really that different. You know? I mean, it's we'll, a tough argument. Well, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll disagree to disagree, I guess. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm not hungry. I mean, I'm, I'm I get hungry sometimes. Yeah, I, is that you <laughs> pretending to be human? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a I am a federal agent. <laughs> um, anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I think we'll probably close it up. An hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, happy New Year. Hope you're having a good New Year. Uh, thanks for listening again. I'm gonna. This is might be the last episode we do in the studio. It's either the last or the second to last. Yeah. All my camera shit's here. I literally have $5,000 of new equipment. You're going to be blown away by the new studio. We're going to do weekly Patreons. Um, so if we're going to get back to doing weekly Patreons. I know that uh, shout out to your boy Arox. I'm going to just just message me, dude. And I'll, I'm talking to the one my one Patreon subscriber right now. Just DM me and like I'll just pay you like whatever you've been paying me monthly. Because <laughs> yeah. I feel bad. Uh, but we're get, we're gonna get back to doing weekly episodes and doing some pretty dope guests on the Patreon. It's gonna be a bigger studio, sexier studio, a lot of cool shit happening this year. I'm on like eight million comedy festivals, opening for all the hottest comedians in in the world in the universe. Uh, and um, you know, we out here. Shit. We I guess in conclusion, we up. Hmm. We up is uh, a, is the new slogan of Austin. Yeah, yeah. The new slogan of Austin is "We up," and uh, you know, I just like to say that uh, I, I go to the I go to the open mics here in Austin, yeah, and I see all the all the open micers shooting fentanyl and and and, and murdering each other. And I go, yeah. "We up, aren't, aren't we up?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 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 like when I'm like texting women, I'm like, "Hey, you up?" And they're like, "No, we up." And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> wow. All right, we'll end on that, guys. Uh, Shine Riley Comedy on Instagram. SeanRileyComedy.com for all my tour dates. I just added Seattle and Birmingham. I'm all over the place. Austin, Dallas, Phoenix, uh, Tampa, Birmingham, Seattle, San Diego. Come to a live show. Um, and uh, Andrew, where can people find you? Andrew just did a great weekend with uh, Justin uh, yeah. Dust, Dustin Nickerson. Yeah, I just opened um, for Dustin Nickerson in Indianapolis. Had a lot of fun shows for the New Year Eve. I uh, don't know why I said it like that, but I'll be. A we turn into radio. The, the people turn into radio voice at the end of shows. They go, yeah. They go. Uh, anyway, that's why I think uh, the gays should kill themselves. Find me in da, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> They're like crazy podcasts. They're like, I'm in New Year's Eve. I'm in New York. And blah, blah. Uh, anyway, yeah. 
So we're uh, anything coming up you want to plug? I mean, I'm just at Cap City this weekend. and Oh, with who? Simon Fraser. Oh, nice. Yeah. Simon Fraser's a great comic. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, okay. I, I'm at the Black Rabbit Comedy Club a lot. I'll be I'll be there mostly in terms of the stuff out of town. I'm still waiting to hear back. Okay. All right. Well, um, check out Andrew Tar on Instagram. Uh, the Tar Pit yes. on Instagram. Two Link R's. in the description. Tell guys. And lastly, if you like the show, tell your friends about the show. Most most importantly, if you could just review it on Spotify, give it a little review on Spotify. It would help us reach more people. Uh, and um, you know, again, for episode 21, this is the production value of an episode 100 show, I think. But we're on episode 21, so imagine where we'll be at episode 100. I'll probably be dead. Shit. I'm gonna kill myself. Oh, don't say that. I'm gonna kill myself. No, <laughs> say it again. <laughs> I double down. I'm gonna kill you and me. <laughs> we dead. Ooh. Hey, Andrew, we dead. <laughs> Whole squad dead. No, no, we down. <laughs> yeah, we, we down. All right, guys. Happy New Year. That's it. Ciao. Bye.